Hey, Digging Deeper fans, this is Stu from the Inroads Podcast. Before we get you to our conversation, I wanted to share some news with you. We've started our fall donor drive, and now is your chance to get a gift for your reoccurring donation to Appian Media. Everyone who gives a monthly gift of $10 or more will be shipped this great gift. You can go to appianmedia.org slash donation to learn more and to make your monthly reoccurring donation. I'll share what the gift is a little later in the podcast. Now, let's get you to the show. Today on the podcast, it's our top three list. We'll be talking about our top favorite sports moments. Uh, hang on, Dan. No, no, no. Sports? No. This is not that kind of a podcast. We've never been that kind of a podcast. Oh, oh, sorry. Today on the podcast, it's our three favorite Chick-fil-A meals. What? Just roll the open. Welcome to Digging Deeper, the podcast where we talk about the geography, archaeology, people, and cultures of the lands of the Bible. By exploring those areas, we hope to broaden your understanding of the biblical narrative. You can learn more about all of us here at Appian Media and watch our free video series at www.appianmedia.org. Before we start today, we want to talk about our sponsor, Memo Marketing. Recently, Appian Media has teamed with Memo Marketing to update our website as well as provide a number of other marketing ideas for helping us promote the work we are trying to do. We're happy to have them on board and we'll say a little bit more about them later in the program. All right, Dan, we're going to close out season one today. And uh, for this episode, we want to talk about our three favorite places to visit uh, when we're traveling to the lands of the Bible. Now, here's the deal. I haven't shown you my list, and you haven't shown me your list, so uh, I really have no idea what to expect on this episode. I'm worried that we're going to have the same three for each yeah, of them. Well, we, very well, <laughs> we very well could. Now, that, the interesting thing is that there are thousands of places, you know, in the lands of the Bible that uh, not only you can visit, but that we would probably rank as our favorite places. And so... Um, Let's just see. Let's just see how it goes. Let's start off with number three. Dan, you go first on number three. Okay, so many places. This one, to me, be honest, was hard to pin down because I could probably, as you said, do three thousand. Right. And my favorite changes day to day or minute <laughs> yeah, by minute. That's right. Um, but since we had to pick, the caves of Adullam was the one I picked All for right. number three. Okay. All right. And so uh, we actually got to film there. It could be the actual cave that David used. It might not be. But to me, it was just amazing because right. I actually have been to that very hill before, stood yeah. about 100 yards from the entrance, but didn't know where it was. Oh, man. And it had gotten dark. Yeah. I had a flight to catch back to the United States that night, and I just I couldn't go looking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when we filmed, I was so excited we were going there. Right. And it was beautiful because you're on the hill, you're looking north. You got the whole lay of the land in front of you, and you can kind of see what David and his men would have been seeing. It was very strategic. Yeah. And then to get inside the caves. Right. And it's like a string of caves and going from room to room to room, and you're just like, wow, David could have had 400 men in here and had easily enough room. Right, exactly. I tell you, when you're right. Uh, that's a great place. When, when we visited there, the thing that struck me was not only the cave, but and you mentioned this a little bit, but the vantage point he had from up there i mean it he could have seen saul and his men for hours and hours before they actually reached the location where he was oh absolutely yeah that and it had multiple entrances yeah 
That's so right. It was just a nice location. It's a perfect spot for David to hide. Okay, that's that's fantastic. Okay, here's my number three. My number three uh, is Mount Arbel. Okay, so uh, interestingly enough, this is a place that's not actually mentioned in Scripture. However, it's a place that no doubt the people who lived in Galilee during the first century, uh, you know, saw every day. Uh, Mount Arbel is a hill on the western side of the Sea of Galilee. And it sits about a thousand feet or so above the surface of the water. Um, it's on the northwest corner of the lake, and uh, the vantage point from up there is just stunning. I mean, I love the fact that you, when you get up there, you can see the entire lake. Yes. Um, and if you're up there on a on a clear day, which uh, you know we we've been up there on a clear day, you can actually see all the way sixty miles north up to Mount Hermon. Uh, it's just a beautiful vantage point. But here's the thing that I love about this place is that if you look at the northwest corner of the Sea of Galilee from up there, you know, within a camera frame, you can see the locations where Jesus spent 80 percent of his Galilean ministry. Yes. And what's interesting to me about that is that, you know, when Jesus came to earth, he could have spent all of his time in Jerusalem talking to the leaders, talking to the priests, talking to the people there, the important people there in the city. Or he could have gone to Rome. He could have spent his entire ministry at Rome talking to government officials and things like that. But that's not what he did. I mean, he did go to Jerusalem and talk to priests and some of the people, but he spent most of his time right around the northwest corner of that lake where the common people are. And that means a lot to me. And the reason is, is because uh, I'll never be a high official in government or something like that. I, you know, I'm, I'm a common person. And so if Jesus came to speak to everyone, including the common people, then I know he came for me as well. Yes, that's a great spot. Let's go to number two. All right. Number two for me is the city of Hotsor. Ah, that's a good uh, one, too. Hotsor is a city that's located uh, about halfway between the Sea of Galilee and, for instance, Dan, the northern end of the Hula Valley. But uh, what's interesting to me about that city is its location. Now, for me, Hatzor is a dot on a map. Before I went to Israel, it is a dot on the map, and that's it. But it's not until you go and actually stand on top of that tail when you realize how strategically important this location is. You know, when Joshua came into the land... He and the Israelites captured most of the area of the central mountain range right there in the central part of the land. But then the next thing he did was he went north. And among the cities, the first cities that he captured up there was Hotsor. And the reason is, is because if you have control of Hotsor, you basically have control on the northern side to the front door into the country. Yeah. If you go through the Bible and you look and make a list of all of the people who walked down that valley. It's an incredibly long list. I mean, this is, this is how Abraham and his family first came into the land. They came down that valley, came right next to Hatzor. This is, this is, of course, how the Assyrians, when they came into the land, they came right through Hatzor. The Babylonians, they came right down through Hatzor. Uh, even Jesus and his disciples, when they were in the area around the lake, around the Sea of Galilee, and Jesus took them up to Caesarea Philippi, of course, they would have walked right by Hotsor going up the Hula Valley. And so that city, 
uh, is an incredible place to visit because of the strategic importance of its location. Yes. All right. What about you? Well, for my number two, I have an advantage. I've been there and you haven't. Okay. I actually picked the whole country. Okay. <laughs> Biblical Turkey. Okay. Um, and what's really neat about Turkey is there are more archaeologically, there are more Greek sites in Turkey than there are in Greece. Okay. And there are more Roman sites there than there are in Italy. Wow. Is what I've been told. And so you'd believe it when you go. The The country is fascinating. Uh, going to Cappadocia, which, you know, we do read in Acts that there were Christians from Cappadocia there on the day of Pentecost. Right. But nothing beats getting in a hot air balloon at dawn <laughs> and riding over the ferry chimneys in Cappadocia. Wow. Going to the seven churches areas. Yeah. Um, when you actually go to Ephesus and you get to stand in the theater and you realize that that is where Paul yeah. started basically the riot because he was converting so many people. Right. And they were uh, having a riot about the fact that their temple yeah. wasn't going to have anybody coming and worshiping at it. Yep. And you can be in the exact spot and know this is where it happened. Yep, exactly. Um, Laodicea is another fascinating one. You can look uh, in one direction, see Mount Cadmus and Colossae with its mountain springs and the fresh water coming down. Right. And then you look over across the Lycus River Valley and you can see Hierapolis with all of its mineral springs. Yeah. And you realize whichever way the water came to Laodicea, it was going to be lukewarm when it got there. Right. And then when you read in Revelation about, I wish you were hot or yeah. I wish you were cold, you're lukewarm. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. It's just such a visual. Yeah. And then probably one of my favorites in Turkey is going to Pergamum. It's amazing. You're, the Acropolis is where all the temples are. And so you're up on this high hill and there's temple after temple after temple. Right. Most of them destroyed. but And then you read in Revelation about this is you know, where Satan's throne was. And it just kind of hits home the stories that you're reading and the letters that were written. The people knew who they were writing to. And it just, it's it's a fascinating place to go. Oh, man. Well, my bucket list of places I want to visit is very long, but there's a number of places in Turkey and Greece that uh, are on that list. I'm hoping to check those off this this summer. Don't worry. You'll get a three, three off and add six. Okay. All right. Well, that kind of seems the way it goes. Okay, before we each reveal our number one place that we want to visit, we want to take a break here and talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor for this episode is Memo Marketing. They're a full-service marketing company that specializes in web design, strategic marketing, social media management, and they build apps and do so much more. In fact, Appian Media has been working closely with them over the last several months to upgrade and make some redesign changes to our website. In doing so, they've helped us create a new membership model for those who want to be donors to what we're trying to do. And that has been just very important for us because all of our work requires funding and we are crowdsourced. And so they have transformed the way that we look at raising money as well as helping to make us more sustainable. That's exactly right. And so if your company is looking for strategic marketing to grow, uh, check out Memo Marketing. If you're interested, you can learn more about them at memomarketinggroup.com. That's memomarketinggroup.com. And now back to the show. All right, Dan, it's time for number one. You want to go first or me? Uh, I'll go first All because, right, go ahead. unfortunately, you have already said my number one. Oh, no. Okay, really? <laughs> yes. Well, all right, go ahead. So for me, it was Mount Arbol. Oh, okay. 
And overlooking the Sea of Galilee, there's this good-sized lake, but it's a lake down below you. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, you can see the entire ministry of Jesus for the Galilee just in that one right. that one view. Um, looking down, seeing all the seaports, realizing, and you'll see boats down there, but realizing that for, for the apostles, that is how they got their livelihood was yeah. on that lake. Yeah, They were fishermen. They weren't well-educated. They were knowledgeable, but they weren't well-educated as far as the world is concerned. And they turned around and changed the world. Boy, didn't they ever. Yeah. And when I was up there, the first time I went up there, it was hard to stand taking my pictures because the wind was just so fierce. Yeah, you're right. And to realize that as the wind would come down off that pass, dip down the thousand feet to the lake level, you can see where the storms would have come. Right. And to realize that they were out there desperate for their lives. Yeah. And Jesus calmed the storm. Yeah, I know. It. And you, you could you could see that happening. That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. And so it was only number three on your list, but it was number it, one. It was on number yours. one. All but right. give me another day, and it would be a number five, and something else would be number one. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is. Uh, and and by the by the way, this uh, conversation that we're having right here is uh, very similar to the conversations that we mentioned back actually back in episode one, yes. in which Dan and I would meet at the barbecue places and talk about uh, places in Israel. And so, uh, here's my number one. Uh, to be honest with you, I thought about throwing in a couple of the restaurants in the old city that we really <laughs> like here, uh, because those really actually do rank pretty high. And whenever I go over there, those are kind of must stops for me. Yes, but. Uh, I decided to throw that out and go with something biblical. So uh, mine is uh, the Wilderness of Judea. Mm, um, as you're driving west on Highway 1 from the area of Jericho up to Jerusalem, uh, there is you drive through the Wilderness of Judea, and uh, there is a place in which you can pull off and climb to the top of the hill and look to the north and just see an incredible view of the wilderness. And a lot of times we think about wilderness as um, – like a desert. The wilderness in, in Israel is uh, much different than that. It's mountainous, and it's incredibly beautiful. Now, it is it is dry, and so, you know, there's not a lot of vegetation, but uh, it's an incredibly beautiful thing to see. And especially when you pull off at this exit, uh, if you look to your left, you can look up the hill, and you can see the eastern side of the Mount of Olives, which is, of course, on the edge of Jerusalem. And when you look off to your right, you can see all the way down at the Jordan Rift Valley, and you can see uh, the city of Jericho. Yes. And so, of course, when you think about that and where you're located, it brings two stories to mind. One is the parable of the Good Samaritan. You know, Jesus told a story in which he says, you know, there was a man walking from Jerusalem down to Jericho. And you realize that when you're standing there that you're at the location of where uh, this story was set. And uh, you can actually visualize the kind of the whole story in your mind. Uh, the other thing that I'm always reminded of is uh, the last week of Jesus' life. He visited Jericho just before going up to Jerusalem, of course, for the final time. And uh, he would have walked on a road that went from Jericho up to Jerusalem. And, of course, you know, it always causes me to think about what, you know, what was going through Jesus' mind as he walked up there. And, of course, you know, he's probably thinking about how hot and dry it was. But he was probably thinking about you and me um, and what he was about to do for all of us. And so, uh, to me, the wilderness of Judea uh, is number one on my list today, but it would always be pretty high on my list anytime you make a list of the favorite places to go uh, in the lands of the Bible. 
it's a, a great place both just if you're taking photographs it's a great place but when you get into what you just talked about yeah. it takes on so much more meaning yeah in all honesty i could sit here all day and list my favorite places to visit in the lands of the bible When you walk around the land, you begin to fully appreciate the writers who diligently recorded the events of the past. Those events are recorded for our benefit, and I love trying to share what I've learned with all of you. So as we end season one of our Digging Deeper podcast, I want to encourage each of you to find something about God's Word that you're passionate about. For me, that's biblical geography. But for you, it could be something totally different. It could be genealogies or marriage and family or the miracles of Jesus. But once you've found that one thing, I encourage you to study it even more and then share it with others. Help them to understand your passion for that part of God's Word. Then listen to them as they tell you about what they are passionate about. If we all did that, do you know what will happen? We would spend all of our time reading, studying, and talking about God's Word. And isn't that what we're supposed to be doing anyway? Digging Deeper is a production of Appian Media. We're a nonprofit media production company that is 100% crowdfunded. If you're interested in learning more about how you can support Appian Media so we can create more great free content, visit us at appianmedia.org slash diggingdeeper. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can reach me at dan.kingsley at appiamedia.org and Barry is at barry.brittnell at appiamedia.org. Both of us would love to hear from you and answer any questions you might have, as well as you can send us a list of topics to cover with next season. I have a special thanks to all the hard work of our behind-the-scenes crew. We've got Stuart, Jet, and Craig who put up with us putting this together. Special thanks as well to our corporate sponsors and all of the members who make it possible for us to make the material that we do. And that's it for season one. Been a great ride. Yeah, Barry, yeah. thank you for uh, sitting here with me. And thank you. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it so much. We are already looking forward to next season as we bring you more interesting insights and discussions into the land of the Bible. Until then, thank you for listening to Digging Deeper. Digging Deeper.